Antidote Wall Scroll. I'm here with uh, my my three closest anime friends. Uh, as as always, uh, Bus- it, is, business partners. it is me, my business partners, <laughs> my, my business partners, uh, no longer my partners in crime as we have gone legit. No, because um, you're bad at doing the crime. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Mega fair Upload enough. defeated I mean, you. Hey, this is my last heist. I'm not. I, I'm. I, I will admit, I'm really like not good at crimes. Uh, um, you I, gotta like, learn how. It's the pirate way. Uh, well, it, we have to. We were just talking about how um, some of us on the podcast, uh, because I, I don't want to say who, because I don't want them to get death threats. Um, is not a big One Piece fan. That's so then we're bad, also man. fans of Harlock. So which piracy do we like? Space piracy. Easy. Okay, got it. Understood. Perfect. <laughs> um, never mind. I, I, I completely follow. Um, the voices you're hearing in the background, of course, uh, my friends, uh, Andrew, Emily, and Alex Deegan. Uh, Hello. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We're, we're back. Ben Simmons is still playing basketball. I mean, the, the Nets are dog shit, but as we continue to He date, the Sixers the other night. The Sixers are not a basketball the team Sixers anymore. The Sixers have been having yeah. their own dark, dark journey of the soul. Like, yeah, they're... Uh, they're, like, barely... They're barely, uh, like, putting a team out there right now. They called me and asked if I could, like in a few games it's like a lottery like jury duty now it's so, it's so funny that you're so passionate about sports but are also from philadelphia because like i feel like that's like a greek like, that, like no like, sorry like, sorry like, that their teams have been better than the new york teams don't let them hey, fucking do this to you like oh on. small beans it's hard like i don't give a fuck about football but the super bowl it's oh, true yeah, the, the i mean it, no no, no in, fairness, is, in fairness yeah outside of I mean, no, I mean, I guess you can argue that the Yankees have have a more recent World Series and and, and in hockey, but hockey doesn't count. <laughs> that's that's like, no don't one. get. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, who knows? I just think it's funny that I like historically the the way to make people from Philadelphia and Boston angry in my life is to talk shit about their teams mm-hmm. in a way that I've never seen anyone from New York react as negatively. Because uh, we so, got, you know, we got I mean, a lot of shit going on. No yeah. one's, no one's saying bad things about the Knicks, and I feel like if I did, this chat would implode. <laughs> um, but I, I can't, I can't say anything really bad about the Knicks. I think it's nice that they're back. They're uh, back. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, why Dante is going to play nine hundred thousand minutes um, and die, but <laughs> die you know. on the court. I'm, I, I was saying to Deegan, I'm happy he's still playing. Um, and then Deacon asked, how old is he? And I said, no, no, he's just not very good. He's just bad. Basketball. No, like Dante's awesome. He's, he's good, he's uh, is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he yeah, awesome now? Yes. <laughs> I know he had a good year last year. I didn't think he no, actually like, put be- it on. He's even better like, this year. Good. He's shooting, he's just shooting fucking, you know, almost 40% from Well, ever three, since he got that mechanical body. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. God. He went to the Andromeda galaxy and got uh, uh, his mechanical body. Yeah. Th- thank you for tr- thank you, Emily, for getting us back on okay. track. So we're we're, yeah, we're not um, here to talk about the Knicks. We could be. We're here um, to talk about Bravern. Emily, have you seen Bravern <laughs> episode four yet? Yes. Oh, so fucking good. Oh, is that um, the Obari thing you told me? Yeah, to watch that's the Obari. Watched yet? Yes. Okay, I'll get on it. I have yeah. since made one of my uh, friends watch it and. <laughs> Uh, it went over well. <laughs> they were like, yeah. "Damn, you're right. It is good." The, fuck, the drone footage is really funny. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, let's do our briefer and recap pod. Yeah. Um, this is this is the, the 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 beginning and end of it is the drone footage. 
uh, it's it's yeah it's, really it's good choice. Like they continue um, to put in bar scenes where you don't expect them is great um shouts out to braver and speaking of bar scenes trevor what did we watch this week uh, we watched uh, galaxy express 39 or galaxy express 999 if you're not in the know um i was i was very excited to find out that this uh was inspired in part by um uh midnight on the galaxy express which um we watched together um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the directly influenced by Kenji Miyazawa's thing, and this, why this is. Oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah, that? That makes movie? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, nice. Yeah, that's nice. a lovely film. Um, this has a lot more uh, space fighting than that one, but um, I can definitely see why the two are connected. I was the one thought I had, and I'm gonna get this out of the way first before everyone uh, has more interesting things than me to say uh, is that. Um, it's nice to have something that's an inspiration um, of like another uh, uh, property and not have it be like, Oh, so like we just made it, but it's sort of like an homage. Like this actually feels like an inspiration. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I really want to do something in the way that that made me feel. Um, It's cool. It's really neat. I like it a lot. Yeah. I just saw it for the first time. uh, And I got to give a shout out to Emily because or wh- whoever whoever got us this version of it. <laughs> are you trying? Are you worried that discotech media? Discotech media. Yeah, disco, yeah, Thank M- you. Michael. Mike. Mike Tool personally provided each of us signed Blu-rays. <laughs> I love. I love being sponsored. Everyone. I'm just saying. I've never seen this. Seeing this era of anime because of my age, I only know like really bad rips, if not VHS rips. So to see something from this era in such beautiful quality and color and this clear, as, yeah. just awesome. As, as somebody and, watched multiple episodes of the Harlock show on my PSP. Yeah, no, it's still. It's still. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny how, how, how beautiful this, this show, this movie is. And in the same way as the last one, that it's it's so hand painted and so I don't know. How to, I don't even know what the word for it is. It's it's. It's they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. Well, it, but it doesn't go for like an, an exactness of design. The lines aren't clean, you know, like all well, the very, technology in the stylized. I mean, but but not in like a cool or technical way. It's very human and rough, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I was actually thinking about this a little bit while I was watching where like you get it. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of like um, and this is going to sound like stupid but i i mean it in the in the most sort of like exact way possible like it reminds me of like um like soviet cartoons in some ways or like or like the even like even like old um hearst uh era um comics where like the you're not ever really you know sometimes you get human figures that are supposed to be human figures but that's never really the the goal it's like it's much more about being evocative than being representational. Yeah, and also the characters are not like maniacally on model all the time. No. They just kind of look how they look in the scene for the scene. Oh, which... yeah, that Har- Harlock shifting facial uh, proportions yeah. are great because they all look good. Har- Harlock continues to be the coolest of what uh, tells yeah. like six Although different say, noses. Deacon, yeah, Deacon has still not made me my my avatar dressed as Harlock. Oh, yet. I forgot about that. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remind we'll me and I'll we'll do see. it. Um, but no, yeah, and, and also cool. just kind of like 
I don't know. It it has there's a there's a dreamlike aspect to it in the same way that in the same way as as Harlock that like things kind of flow from one scene to the next. Like the main character's age <laughs> and and height <laughs> and everything is just kind of relative to whatever's going on in the scene. You know what I, I mean? I absolutely yeah, yeah. love toddler uh Tessero. Yeah. Um with his weirdo, like two eyes, not quite in the right space. <laughs> yeah. So the very, thing about that cool. is that um, the like, the flashback there, that's the only time they use his like traditional design because yeah. that's mm-hmm. how he looks in the manga and that's how he looks in all 112 or whatever episodes of the Galaxy Express 319. Fantastic. Yeah, they, that's, they, that's they absolutely kind of, how he looks in the manga all the time. They, they yeah. aged him up. They prettied him up just a little bit. They made him like a, a tween or something. I'm, for I'm this sorry. Movie. This is they gave him so a Sherlock can, like, cut. Uh, so you can a, like look better in action scenes, I guess, because it would yeah. be a little hard to have that little potato man uh, <laughs> skate around cyber but style. But then there are also just shots where sometimes he is back to being kind of potato man, even when it's not a flashback. And yeah, I, yeah. I love it, you know. No, it, it is it is legitimately really cool. I um, like I appreciate I appreciated a lot the the thing we talked about on last episode where like uh, Leiji. Uh, Leiji Matsumoto, right? I'm not getting yeah. this wrong. Okay, um, is is like maniacal about not having continuity, and you know, I did I did see when I was looking up character names, I did see someone call this part of the quote unquote Leiji verse, which um, yeah, really I've, was I've, repellent. I've um, <laughs> but uh, they were calling it that before multiverse no, yeah, is yeah. really in. Yeah. This, they this, were calling. This gets, I think people were calling that in like the 1980s. So yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, this it's is not, grandfather clause here. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I guess. But in any case, um, I did like that. Like we see all of our various characters, and it's like, oh yeah, it's it's understood. This happens after uh, like Arcadia, my youth, and it's like. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That matters at all. Like, um, and I, I liked, I liked seeing uh, Tenchiro as um, alive, and then how how you all meant as like you know mostly just dead. Dead. Um, yeah. But that was that was cool to see. Chronically dead and dying character, <laughs> don't you know? Oh, yeah. It's also funny because yeah, I I really love the comic, but I haven't read it through in maybe like ten years. Mm-hmm. And the comic itself is really dreamlike and weird. So it got to the point where I was this 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 movie is kind of a retelling of the comic, which because it's a two hour movie, it doesn't have oh. everything that's in it. But it also no, kind of yeah. remixes it in cool ways. And yeah, but I was while I was watching it, I was like having this because it's so dreamlike and all of the way that it's different. I was like, wait, am I remembering this correctly? Like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, Leiji was heavily involved in in the production of this movie. Like, basically, the first big like Matsumoto boom was in like full swing, and mm-hmm. they actually had the like production meeting. Let's make a Galaxy Express three nine movie like three days before the TV anime started airing. Like that was already oh, a done deal that was happening. But they were like, um, let's do a movie, and then the TV anime like was doing extremely good ratings wise now like oh all right let's go (laughs) we've got a hit on our hands let's really make a movie y'all yeah the the movie came out less than a year after the show had started and the manga still hadn't been finished yet yeah so like there wasn't a real ending so that was just the ending to this film is something leiji had to like invent because he was like one of the primary story guys for this that makes sense that makes sense yeah okay 
Because the ending, the ending of the of the manga is really different, but it necessarily has to be considering what happens. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I don't so- know. Just to just to give the plot to listeners, and I would say if you haven't seen this, go watch it because it's awesome. But the plot is that in the future on Earth, uh, it's a deeply unequal technological society in which the sort of upper class gives up their human bodies to have immortal and machine bodies. Right. And the main character dreams of going to get a machine body, even though he's comes from a poor background. And then his mother is killed by a machine baron who hunts people and he's trying to get revenge, but also, he then gets a ticket on the Galaxy Express to go to a place where he can get a free machine body. And in doing so, he meets a woman who looks exactly like his mother, who's mysterious, who offers to give him a ticket if if he'll accompany her. And then they go from planet to planet on their way to Andromeda to get him a machine body. One of the funniest misdirects, uh, after we talked about how most of the women kind of look vaguely alike, yeah. That two of the vaguely alike women, they're like, oh, no, no, you're supposed to notice that they're very vaguely alike. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's also funny, though, when he meets the one character who's like, that's why I don't have a face. You're like, oh, I thought you were just drawn that way. Okay, you literally don't have. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, it's like, also great because, like, humor about him. Yeah. They are. Uh, later, like, Leiji will even give up and be like, oh, uh, in this version, uh, Maytel and Emeraldus are sisters. That's why they're so <laughs> similar looking. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Rules. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I so like the just, idea that they're sisters, though. That's fun. It's just funny because in the manga, the inciting incident of his mom being killed and I'm fairly sure in the first chapter he finds the machine. Oh, yeah. No, Captain and, Mecha and dies him. or Count Mecha dies in the first episode of the show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that that it's like kind of better story structure that he's on a mission of revenge and also all the individual characters in the comic show up, but at different times, like I think yeah. Antares is a different character entirely. Yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, like here, Yuzu is like the, like the counts paramour, but in the uh, show, she still has her time powers, but is a very different uh, character. It's yeah. I, mm. yeah, it's cool. Cool. But it, it's really the, I would I really loved in the comic, especially because like, you know, it's these sort of like picaresque adventures going from planet to planet. But it it has this this real darkness and a sort of like political bent to it that's not at all pedantic or straightforward. Like just the fact that it's I don't know, every planet they go to. <laughs> Just just total wealth inequality in this like machine upper class that just shits on everyone. And one of the really striking things about the comic they don't really have space for in the movie is when he finally gets to the planet where people have machine bodies, everybody's just cruel and doesn't give a fuck about anything or each other because they've like given their bodies away. And it's there's this sort of like ship of Theseus thing that like even the people who have their original body or slowly piece by piece replacing it. So they're not even the original machine that they were like the inciting incident. When he finally goes to the machine body planet is he just sees a guy kill himself and everyone's standing around like, you know, whatever, fuck that guy. And he's like, Whoa, (laughs) nobody cares about anyone. (laughs) Uh, 
it's good. Yeah, I, 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 um, I kind of appreciate it also that like the, um, like the basic idea of the, like, you know, like the arc of the show kind of follows from we're going to kill one machine to we're going to kill all the machines. And I kind of like that they, they were really uninterested in, um, in complicating that in some way. It's mm-hmm. like by the end, it's like, yeah, okay, we're going to kill all machines. <laughs> that was kind of what they did. The 12-year-old just states to the camera, I'm going to blow up the planet that gives everyone free mechanical bodies, and no one questions, like, the ramifications of that. This, that's no, the thing that's going I'm to happen absolutely. now. Thematically, it's important that he does this. Uh, Harlock signs off as a, damn, you're fucking, that, you're a tight-ass 12-year-old. Shouts out to you. It's just so funny that it was just, like, maybe just because I've been fucking inundated with just the worst fucking, you know, the the fact that all of the future we're promised now is just like AI or shit that is nothing or is promise of surveillance or whatever, or like it's just people who have no all of the all of the future we're promised by tech right now is all by people who don't seem to enjoy life or understand it. Well they they plan on not dying. So yes. So yeah. just hearing like people being like, hey, we're gonna have this joyless, cruel, immortal machine world, it's like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's what these fuckers want. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of things that absolutely no one wants, this is where I'm gonna just go over, the, you know, some cast and crew stuff. This is exactly. Uh, I, I, I was, I, I was I waiting for this, this uh, when you uh, do this, Andrew. Uh, 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 Emily, feel free. I mean, you're going to you're going to force yourself in here when I fuck up, but yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the director is uh, Rintaro of uh, the you know of Metro- Metropolis, uh, Taito Monogatari. Deegan, have you seen Taito Monogatari? It's, I think you would like that shit a lot. Which one is that? Uh, Dune Megapolis. Oh yeah, of course. I, I've, it's funny. I've never, I've never read the books. I yeah, which, I haven't either. But the which fucking, are like really popular. Yeah, I think I've, like I've seen the art of it. Um, but I, I need to sit down and read them on it. But yeah, so he's also directed the Dagger of Kamui movie, uh, which is real, real cool. Uh, Harmageddon, uh, which at some point we, sh- I guess at this point we kind of have to watch. And he put out a short last year, which I need to yeah. see has subs. I I mean, just because it was like, man, it's crazy that you are still working. Because um, <laughs> in my head, it's like, oh yeah, Metropolis and X, his most recent things were at the turn of the century. Um, so, uh, the music. Yeah, he's been, he's been working since like the early 60s, right? Like, how old the, is he? He's, uh, he's in his 80s now. Uh, but yes, wow. anime was still in black and white, uh, you know. Yeah. You know he's, he's, he's one of those. Um, yeah, date of birth 41. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, guy's been around. Yeah, he worked on I mean, Yeah, he, he, he was an episode director on the original Astro Boy. Um, yeah, that's he goes that far back. Yeah, uh, you know him. You know he was the director for the uh, infamously uh, canceled production Lupin the Eighth. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Even, that pilot. What was Lupin, out there. What was Lupin the Eighth? Lupin the Eighth was going to be a French co-production because uh, the French really love Lupin for some mysterious reason. It's almost oh, like they, it's almost like they, he's one of their characters. Yeah, or yeah I was going to say. Wait a minute, I know why. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was some sort of actual issue with the uh, with the estate of the guy who did the Arsène Lupin books. So like the production was canceled, even though they had like a couple of episodes in the can. Like there's even oh, one fully funny. completed episode. It just oh, didn't have shit. voice recording. 
and you can you can still find that episode. Uh, it's yeah. not very good, but it is no. interesting. <laughs> That's never stopped to loop in before. Yeah, um, no, very true. Yeah, if, if you want to see like Cyber Goemon like slice through a giant mechanical shark in a Jaws parody, uh, Loop on the Eighth is for you. It's yeah. a lot more uh, boring than it sounds. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not you're not doing a great job of not selling it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the music is by Nozomi Aoki, who's I mean did did the Harlock TV show, not the movie, um, but the Harlock TV show, a lot of other Leiji stuff. Again, Harmageddon, uh, Fist of the North Star, and Pataliro. Again, that's I don't I like the 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 one torrent I found with subs isn't seated, and it's I can't find it on YouTube. Mm. But we need we need to track down the really shitty subs of it that exist. Um, he also did the music for Hanape Bazooka. Oh shit! Oh, I, good. I'm glad that you're there because I I missed that. It's very very important. Very important. I'm not baby bazooka is. being the Gonda guy Kazuo Koike collab. Oh, story. that's the one with the girl with who's like blue and covered in fur or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, sure. Voiced by Mina Tominaga. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the the character designs were by uh, Kazuo uh, Komatsubara who kind of did the character designs on a lot of like a lot of the shit from this era. The, you know, the reason like last hair. Week. he was, he was on uh, Arcadia of my youth. Yeah. Well. Arcadia of my youth, uh, the devil man, cutie, honey, get a robo like shows. He oh, did, no shit. Yeah. Uh, he worked on, he was and a character designer legend. on the Nasca movie. Like, you know, later in life, he worked on, uh, the second best Macross show, Martin successor Nadesco, you know, he's, he's, he's out here doing things. Uh, Emily, were there any other crew members you wanted to cover? Um, I guess, uh, I mean, I, we kind of went over it last week, but again, yeah, because um, there's, a, there's just a lot of the Arcadia. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, yeah, Canada back out here. Um, and again, because because Harlock and Esmeraldas uh, and Tojiro are here, a lot of the cast is covered. Uh, but Tetsuro is uh, Masako Nozawa, otherwise known as Goku, uh, Granny and Ping Pong. Emily mostly knows her through Precure and her That's role true. in she Love Hina as Hanata and Love Hina, everyone's favorite role. Um, Go. And in the Gigi no Kitaro, every like she's been she has been Kitaro, and as she's aged, she has been various other characters, which I think <laughs> I think is just a really good through line. That's um, pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Deegan, what's your history with Kitaro? Because that's one of the shows that I know is, oh, is big I, over there, but I, not. he's I he's done some of my favorite manga ever is nice. I, I don't know the shows as well but yeah. uh he's my favorite oh there we go <laughs> Mizuki Shieta is like my favorite artist in the world yeah and um Maytel is uh Masako uh yeah. Maytel is uh Masako Ikeda who is the narrator Trevor you know is the narrator in Katana Katari uh, I know Emily, I recognize that voice Emily you know is uh Nodoka and Ranma uh, the Phoenix Yo. in Phoenix, the coolest manga slash movie canceled <laughs> show ever. Uh, and mm. Reika in Aim for the Ace. Thank you for damaging generations of brains. And the uh, Chimera Queen and Hunter Hunter. So true. Uh, I'm, I'm so wow. happy you've seen Aim for the Ace now, Emily. You get it. You get it. You <laughs> oh understand. my God, it's so good. Oh. Ace on it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm vaguely aware of it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not well versed myself. Dizaki the God. <laughs> yeah, the, the year of Dizaki is starting very soon. Um, we, yeah, I don't know if we could do uh, my dear brother, but you know, we'll, you know, Space Cobra is right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, but yeah, that's yeah. No, again, most most of the rest of the cast is already people we've got. Um, well, no, they, and they did a great job again. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I heard Harlock's voice, I said, "That's Harlock," um, <laughs> and I was very happy. It leads yeah. over to the date at the movie, and that's Harlock. Yeah, I don't, I don't need anything more than that. I mean, just like the last, just like the last episode there are just so many beautiful or like just arresting images and and scenes that happen in this like the, the art is so great <laughs> well, you know what i appreciated about the art this time around was that um it it feels it feels painterly in a really interesting way yeah, like like absolutely. the the compositions of of the like a lot of the shots are very very self-consciously like there's a dividing line and it's like, okay, well we're doing sort of like two things and the train will, will split the plane into two. And, you know, there's a ton of ways you can interpret that, but it's just, you know, it's arresting to just look at. And, you know, the, I'd say like, you know, that was on my mind primarily. And then when the mechanical planet gets destroyed, I, I don't think there's any better image in the whole movie than like the stuff they mess around with in showing a planet's destruction. It is just like, it's great. It feels Again, it has that sort of like strange experimental animation feel to it where it's like we're just going to we're going to do more with less and less with more. Um, Or when they're just like on an ice flow, they're just walking around on ice on Pluto. And then you zoom out and you see that it's just the gray, the mass just full of a matte painting. It's just full of corpses until they're so far into the background that they're just like blue silhouettes on the ice. And it's (laughs) like everybody who gave up their body to become a machine just has their body frozen here. Yeah. Like. So beautiful, it's awesome. It I'm really always awesome. thinking about that kaleidoscope shot when they're escaping Planet Maytel at the end. Oh yeah, really good shot. Uh, I, there's, there's even there's a shot actually at the beginning of the movie where, um, where uh, Tenshiro or not Tenshiro, um, Tenshiro uh, is meeting um, uh, Maytel for the first time, and she, he's in her hotel room, and he's like up against the window because he's in Megalopolis, and he's like, oh wow, like I'm in Megalopolis, and the way they painted it is like. It, it's very like the the scenery on the window is very flat like there's no sort of like illusion there to sort of indicate that it is um that like we're looking at like we're looking out there's no sort of um, perspective given on it so it, it feels like he's honestly just like looking out at a painting itself which is like yeah. really like it, it's a it's a really cool kind of moment because it's like you know it is just as sort of like distant and false as you as you could possibly want. Uh, by way of you know, just the lack of of any sort of perspective. It was just like a neat choice, and it's also yeah. awesome because it's just this sort of like like seventies fifties futuristic thing of just angles, but like glowing glowing eighties lights, neon everywhere. Yeah, the, the the art in this is so beautiful and so awesome. And I even love like the art that is consciously like shitty, like like the the character design of just the random assholes in like the bar are just yeah, like yeah yeah they that almost have up that alien like, cat yeah they when the, when the guys are like trying to rough him up or laughing at him for ordering milk they just look like like drawings that Matsumoto would draw in his manga in like two seconds in the background oh it's yeah like, like all the all the kids on Titan like just yeah. look fucked yes. up also, also, we I, I just like the called shot of when like Maytel is explaining. It's like, all right, you know, Titan is really beautiful, but like really fucked up. You need to know this. And then you get that massive scale, like the the train flying through the skies of this incredibly like 
but you know, large scale background shot. And then we get the very intricate, them all moving through town shot. And then the like crazy light show all in about the span of like 30 seconds is like, yeah, this movie's awesome. Like, they, yeah, just a guy they, walking they, by yeah. just gets shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just all, all of the different kinds of like really pretty shots this movie has in full force and the, yeah, the lighting throughout. Cause it also has a lot of the, like, um, I, I associated with the Dazaki, like using the actual like projector going through like the cells in fucked up ways to create that yeah, like weird yeah. light reflections. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, movie's good. The movie's good as it turns the out. The movie's good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And I, I like honestly like for for how um, I don't know for how like typical of like you know in some ways it it feels like okay this is this is a movie you could watch as like the first anime you watch because it's like you know it's it has a storyline it's it's not I wouldn't necessarily even go so far as to say it's like experimental or whatever like openly. But also, like the the art feels like it, it's it's consistently doing something different. So like it it's not even if it isn't like experimental in the way that you would say like I don't know like Midnight in the Galaxy Express is 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 experimental. It's experimental in such a way that it's like okay, well you're never really sure of what exactly you're gonna get. It might they're gonna play around with it in ways that'll yeah. I think you. expectations in anime got a whole lot more regimented, especially starting in like the. Late eighties, well, early nineties. Well, yeah, because like, like the the Saint Seiya movies, which obviously were like even after Harlock. I think the first one was eighty seven. Uh, first of all, those movies all I've, a lot of them are really cool. And the guy who directed all uh, or like the first four or five of them, and then worked on like Dragon Ball Z, he got kicked off of them because he was making them too cool. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Kuramada, uh, she was not happy with it. Um, um, but yeah, those very much like became a, the template for like the a standard like shonen summer blockbuster action movie thing. Whereas here, it's just like. Fuck, man. Vibes. The hangout. <laughs> we yeah, have a captive thing. audience. The people are going <laughs> to go see this. So, Right, right, right. Yeah. I yeah. was just thinking about even like the, the most boneheaded fucking like Fist of the North Star TV episode might just have the most like weird psychedelic experimental expression of something for a second and you're like what the fuck you know? yeah like there's that one tw- uh like <laughs> clip that goes around twitter every once in a while where like to to sell the guy who's about to get like his guts exploded by kenshiro they just wobble the cell back and yeah, forth yeah, over yeah, and over yeah. again <laughs> <laughs> so good but no, yeah, like another thing about this movie was this is, was like one of the first like capital A, capital M anime movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. Like there were a lot of ones like beforehand that were like, here's like, you know, a 60 minute like Toei manga festival. Like here's here's some cute animals doing cute things or like here's, you know, like a, a Horus Prince of the Sun kind of stuff. But this was like one of the first like. There, there was such a trend of like, we're just going to blow up an episode and play it theatrically or whatever. But this is like they, they consciously were like, let's make a full, complete story that's done in two hours and see how the public likes it. And they ate that shit up. Yeah, oh, bring sure. it back. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was also thinking about that. Did any of you guys ever watch Kaiba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I know of it, but I haven't seen it. I highly recommend it. And it just like maybe more like the the manga, it has a kind of overarching story, but also every episode is just a different planet, so it can have its own like self-contained little stories yeah. within it as well. Is that also the one where the guy doesn't have a body or something? Is the body? Yeah, or a I think it's, that it's, one? I think it's got to be deeply influenced. It's 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 a what's his name? Yuasa. Yeah, yeah. And mm. it's really. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite anime, but it, oh, it, yeah. it, it similarly, instead of people giving up their bodies, people give up their memories to rich people who like get high on them. And it takes place in a weird, like uh, space galactic empire. But some, the really weird choice that they made artistically is most of the characters look like, it's like strange. It almost looks like I don't know, like 1930s, like storybook drawings of, of kids, kind of. Like <laughs> it's it's really good. It's really weird and yeah. worth watching. And also, I think there must have been some budget issues because there's some episodes that have super simple and weird animation, which also just looks awesome. I mean, I, I get Yuasa is always a fan of weird frame rates uh, in animation. Yeah, so but I, I think there are times where you're just kind of Yuasa. like, they're like, oh, they didn't have the they didn't have the budget for this episode, so they're doing something cool with it. You know, makes sense. Yeah, it's like I I think you know, um, I don't know. Like, there's you also get the kind of like, it, you know, in the same way that with, with experimental or or different or you know. Um, novel ways of approaching things you also get the kind of like fun not ham-fisted but like very very um i guess like uh chunky metaphors about like you know capitalism or capital or whatever where it's like yes like in the machine planet we all um you know we're, we're living we're living parts of the planet and uh and te- and that's her. You're going to be made into a screw. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tetsuro, you're going to be, co- you're gonna be I, uh, a bolt. <laughs> or, I mean, like, the fucking, uh, like, whenever Tetsuro, someone, t- like, tells somebody, he's like, yeah, I'm going to become, like, a, me- like a machine. I'm going to get my mechanized body and stuff. Everyone's just like, what the f- No, that's, you're not, that's not going to make it better. This is going <laughs> to, like, don't do that. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I love all of the people he meets with mechanized bodies who are like, you know, like, someone's like, yeah, I gave up my body and now I just, sit here and 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 look at my beautiful old body or someone's like my dad sold my body so i would be like this beautiful crystalline shape but yeah, uh i want to be a person you know like. yeah no uh, cl- yeah claire the crystal and yeah ryuzu first of all does uh like i mean great job just drawing porno and putting it in the theater um as both of <laughs> them are very naked but yes the <laughs> Like I think yeah, you don't draw, if you don't draw nipples, it's not really porn. Yeah. Well, with Ryuzu, it's like indented. Um, but um, but yeah. Claire's I mean, like, like this is around the the Get a Robo anime where the, the where Michiru had like the the buttons directly where her nipples. Yeah. Would be. Like it was you know it's of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Claire. When, when like was her, this? Was this like the early eighties or was it seventy? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Right on the cusp of getting its ass stomped by the Gundam phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. This is like the the peak of the Leiji boom. The heart, you know, arcade of the youth is the end of it. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah, like so. Claire's mom, you know, is like, oh, I want you to be perfect forever. Be like in this crystal form, and then Ryuzu's 
like boyfriend. Yeah, I, I remember in the show, it's her boyfriend is like, I'll get this fucking mechanized body. Um, her boyfriend, Count Mecca, does that this time around. Well, yeah, in here, he's like Count Mecca. Um, but yeah, just a lot, a lot of like, you know, very, very on the nose, but not inaccurate. Like depictions is like, you know, the human body as like commodity uh, in, you know, a way a 12 year old can be like, man, but it's I'm also, it's also girl awesome. Later. Because it's an instrumentalized commodity for the ruling class who also yeah. have given away all of their humanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's well, like, yeah, like Maytel's mom is just, like, Maytel's like, yeah, my mom just like makes me be in a new body for like every time I get old. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, I really like when Claire is like, sometimes on my days off, I like to go and look at my old body. And when yes. I save up enough money, I can get it back. Like, that's so yeah. heartbreaking. It's Holy so yeah, that sucks. It's so sad. Yeah. Uh, and and I, like, she, I'm just she, saying, like, as cartoonish and broad as it is, the sheer amount of times that you have to read about, like, these tech psychopaths who are like, I'm going to live forever. I get to drink my son's blood every day. You're like, all right, yeah. guys. Like, it's real. That's what they're trying well, to do. You know, it's, it's like it's both real and it's also it's like so painful. It's like uncreative, right? It's like, man, this is so fucking boring. God damn it. Um, Rejected screenplay potential, right? Yeah. Like, no, edit that part out. You're not going to have him drink his son's blood. I Come know. On. It's like so heavy handed that you're just like, yeah. Speaking of heavy handed, my like my favorite moment of this film, I think, is like right near like the where where they get on the train and, and the journey starts and she just looks at the camera and says someday even your most heartbreaking moments will become precious memories to you <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, also i just you know great happy ending when tetsuro's asking like, wow this train looks really fucking old and mitchell's like yeah don't worry about it it's fine it's covered in it's coated it's fine like and then, and then they give you that totally like Beige style thing of just slowly looking at this futuristic engine that's just all dials. Yeah. <laughs> they're zooming in on. And that's like, hey, look at this crazy conductor. Obviously, this is some weird shit. Um, I don't even I remember. Yeah. I love. Conductor <laughs> Oomph. Oh, they yeah, keep, he's they keep giving him the detail of that his that his armband falls down and he has to keep lifting it up. I really liked him a lot. Uh, uh, he he was a fun character to look at. Um, I also you know big big uh, big support to the the Japanese voice actors because um, because I had to like you know uh, multitask a little at the end of the day. I switched to just for like the last like post post world destruction. I switched to the dub. Uh, just so I could I could finish things off, and um, uh, hearing people say Claire in an American voice, <laughs> the name does not work as well. It kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because the uh, the file I have that it starts with the dub and it's like narration and it sounds like a oh, game show host. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! It was like a jump scare almost. He was like, so in the future. This was this was like Viz's. One of their first like four or five dubs, right, Emily? It was like a very early for them. Something like that. Yeah, they yeah. they got uh, Ocean Group to do it, and I, I do think it's a serviceable dub. But definitely oh, yeah. that narrator at the beginning that yeah. that was a mistake. He sounds way too twee for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so once again, the Galaxy Express. Is uh, the narrator so is uh, Don Brown, is who like a is uh, a Jackin in the Inuyasha dub. He's, oh, he's, he's done some good. He's done some good voice roles. Like uh, th- that cast is pretty solid. You got Kathy Wesselock and and uh, Kathleen Barr. Um, 
he was the, in the, that the sweet Tetsuro hark one. anime awesome there's the, the a voice, sweet hark anime? Well, it's a hong it's like made like in a hong kong yeah know, of course but yeah yeah chinese but ghost story uh it's not good but fun but like cool i'm glad it oh. exists wait i didn't huh i didn't know that sweet hark director that makes sense but okay <laughs> Sweet I don't, I don't, no, rules, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I, he did not direct it. It, it, it. Like it has his name and he. Allegedly okay. Okay. Wrote, that, yeah. that makes more sense. Cause it was just yeah. like, yeah, this. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, the, the voice actress uh, on the English side for Tetsuro has stated like multiple times that that was one of her favorite roles ever. So like, at least she appreciated. <laughs> she, she gets like it. That. She understands. She did a good job. Like in the, in the little bit of Tetsuro I heard, I liked, I liked, which she brought to the table more than I more than uh, uh, Maytel's uh, actor brought to the table. That was Maytel. I kind of liked. Uh, I really right. rub up against Scott McNeil's Harlock, though. I don't know what he's going for in that performance, <laughs> other than just generic Scott McNeil cool guy voice. Scott McNeil, you've definitely heard his voice. He was a fixture in cartoons for like decades. Who did uh, he's he play like, famously? I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, every third robot oh, in his Beast Wikipedia Wars. page picture is awesome. Soul yes, he looks exactly like he sounds. Ooh, all right. <laughs> um, Someone. He was styling. like Duo Maxwell in the Gundam Wing dub, for example. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, like I said, every every third Beast Wars guy, Piccolo Scott McNeil. in the Funimation dub. Okay. Oh well, then I've definitely heard him. Okay, yeah, I yeah. probably heard him then. No, yeah, yeah, he's a great Piccolo. Honestly, yeah, I love he's, his Piccolo. He's yeah, I was gonna say the, the Piccolo, Piccolo dub is pretty decent. So yeah, I, I, I. It's so funny because I should have reread the comic, but I have not. I don't think Esmeraldus is Emeraldus is in the in the comic at all, and I think Harlock might be in it just like mentioned, or you might see him. I don't think either of the, the characters are actually in the comic. Yeah, yeah, I think a, they only have like two or three episodes a piece to them in the like hundred and twelve or whatever episode TV yeah, show. I, yeah. I, I watched. Yes, I've watched all the episodes, and you know, there's like uh, three of them because like they they were releasing concurrently, but yes, they were like you know they're each contain like self contained little little fun slices. Um, that I've being got said, that I, first collection of, of TV episodes. I've got that, and I've got the two sequels to this movie, and I just have not watched them yet. Adio is cool. We should uh, eventually once we finish the year of Dazaki, we can we can do Adio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard good things about Adio. Yeah, it's very. Di- it's. I mean, you've also heard this. It's very different. Um, it uh, does it. It does it retell the story, or is it a sequel? Uh, it's a direct sequel. As far oh as yeah. Aware. A direct sequel to the movie, not any other version. Like not not more of the manga, or not more. Yeah. Of the it's specifically a sequel to the film. I like, yeah, I, the, I like the, imagining the, it picking yeah. up right afterwards. Like, old, like, like one of those older Tetsuro is, you know, like fighting people is, is yeah. A really I, weird thing about the comic, which is slightly different. No, it, it, it kind of shows up in the movie as well. Is it? I, I don't know. I don't even know how to articulate this. Like, it feels like what's happening might not literally be happening. It feels kind of like almost a spiritual journey. Like, Maytel yeah. is kind of like a psychopomp, and they're doing like. Not maybe because of how bleak everywhere they go, it feels kind of like Dante's Inferno or something. But like, if I'm remembering correctly, in the comic at the very end, Maytel just like joins someone else and gets on a yeah, different yeah, train no, the, to go somewhere yeah, the, else. The and it's just kind of yeah. like. 
Yeah, the ending is Tetsuro, good job. You realize that the mechanization is bad, so I'm going to go board the 777. And, yes, you know, with like a different random person whose yeah. adventure it is now. You know, I'm which cool. is such a cool and open ended. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like this almost has feels like it has like a spiritual aspect to it. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll speak. Speaking of Maytel and how pretty this movie is before they get to Planet Maytel, because that, that is also revealed that the great drama is Planet Maytel. Uh, when they have yeah. her take off her hat and just do the hair flick and you can tell that <laughs> everyone on that, like, like this is the fucking coolest thing we worked on here. We need to, yeah. like every frame um, of that drawn one handed. I was. Oh, yeah. I, no, I was going to say like that. They had like teams of people around the clock working on that because well, they're, they're working like, around something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, when you think that uh, the uh, Empress is dead and then her hands emerge and grab Maytel, is like they real creepy. Like they, they nailed like that, that shit. Yeah. But also, yeah, poor Claire. I, I've watched this a few times and I always like, doesn't Claire die? But 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 the, but, but the lady died. And then no. just all of a sudden, like, bam, right at the end. Like, oh, yeah. no. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Tetsuro's holding like the glass teardrop. And it's like, man, fuck. It's also funny that I feel like isn't there a character who is Maytel's dad who isn't yeah, in the, this movie the, so much? Well, I mean, his, his talking amulet, is. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, oh the, yeah. 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 Come on. Um, I don't remember his role in the show that well. Um, it's also funny that Tochiro shows up to die <laughs> pretty dramatically. Oh and yeah. Basically, just go back to like his mom. <laughs> Who yeah. also like again like that weird spiritual aspect? It feels kind of like his his mom is in some kind of afterlife herself, you know? Yeah. Like, well, uh, and also, yeah, the the mom anointing Tetsuro with like, hey, here's here's torture. here's like the you know the hat and gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very I love good. how dramatic his death is because you get yeah. everyone's reaction to it. Like, there's that cool close up of Harlock with his eye where it twinkles, and then yeah. there's the like emeraldus looking worried and then there's the shot of the mom and then the shot of like the portrait of him falling, falling and breaking i also yeah. like how many times the uh tetsuro just says to to like to, to, to uh tetsuro and then to emeraldus i don't worry i'm not god i'm on my best friend's <laughs> like um, yeah, very, very cool to say to your wife like i'm just hanging out with my best friend <laughs> Uh, Harlocks are also yeah. The, the coolest thing Harlock does in this movie is when Tetsuro is about to tell Emeraldus that Totoro is dead. Harlock's like, Nah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna save this traumatic experience from you and tell her myself because I'm awesome. Um, but yeah, Harlock. If if you've got Harlock on your side, you've just won. You you know yeah. you're a good person if Harlock's <laughs> in your court. I really like how how Harlock somehow like. So to go to Deegan's point too about some of it feeling almost allegorical, like there's the the part in the machine planet where like basically you know the, the Mytel brings out this pendant and she says you know like this is where my dad's consciousness is stored and and I've I've been bringing martyrs here that are like you know various you know load bearing posters in this place and uh, and they're gonna they will they will collapse at the mere instant I tell them to. Um, and like he goes through all that, and then the queen goes, "Well, you'll die too." And Tessaro goes, "Like, well, it's better than you all, like, you know, messing with people. I'm, I'm happy to do it." And immediately, like, Harlock's like, Tessaro has the 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 will of a of a true space pirate. Like, courage oh, yeah. is facing death head on. Not a not a hair in his head shall be harmed. It's so cool. 
<laughs> and the way too, like throughout that whole battle, he's just like nonsensically just on top of the ship or whatever. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to make a literal sense. It's always no. like, yeah, he's literally just out there fighting the fight and exploding and getting even cooler scars. I like how he smiles when he knows he's getting a cooler scar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll also say like the allegorical part again feels like this, this nod or this homage to to the other Galaxy Express because like of course that was a much more open ended kind of almost spiritual film and like yeah. to see that within a much more traditional space opera is really cool. Like to to cause the spirit's still there, especially in the early bits where they're going to Titan and then they're going to Pluto. Like it's. It's very stark. It's very like individualistic. It's strange. Like, I that, I, that I cool. do think still real cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very cool. Um, I also I would be remiss to say it. I will not dwell on it. It is funny that um the the hit gotcha game Honkai Star Rail, which I do God enjoy. God no, it. I gotta say it. It's a video game podcast too. Um, Wait, honestly, I thought you were saying you'd never played that game. Oh, no, I tra- I've, I've ruined place? Trevor's life. Uh, yeah, no, I know. This is all Andrew's fault. This is why. This is why they still have to do podcasts with me as penance. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I got into a bunch of gotcha games via uh, Ark Knights, which is still you know. Probably oh, that was favorite. the one. That was the the time I was on here, and you guys were like, "Yeah, this person does this voice," and I like looked up the name of the character, and it was just someone who was like a gun, and I was like, all "Yeah, right, you guys are you guys are on some That's other right. shit." Yeah, yeah Ark Knights <laughs> still yeah. pretty cool. You and your fucking Hoyo verse. I'm that's a lot of time. It, it's a lot of time. It's good stuff though. They do good. They do good work in the Hoyo verse. Wait, so is, is is Hongkai Star Rail? Is it based on people going through a galactic railroad? Uh, they're on a train, uh, so it, it is it's like a star it is like rail. almost a literal. Yeah, oh. it, it is a star. Yeah, and I didn't know that until literally just now. I yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a little it, and like it's funny because the first planet you go to is an ice planet. Um. You know, there's the the planet that they're sort of teasing right now is like a prison planet. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of like very um, overt similarities that I feel like essentially live as an homage, which is kind of neat. Like um, it's kind of neat to see. I mean, I, I'm not saying like Honkai Star Rail does anything as like poignant or interesting necessarily with the with the premise. I mean, like, like the, the, the Hoyoverse guys are massive fucking nerds, so I would bet that that's not and, coincidental. I mean, and the writing's always like this is going to make me sound like a, a ridiculous mark, but like the writing in these games, in those games is pretty good, like the traditionally pretty smart. So like it's not shocking that they would like pivot off something like this, but it was cool. It was funny. I, I don't even know if cool is the right word. It was funny to see. Uh, the the analogs and be like, oh, I see, I see where they got this stuff. <laughs> no, it's it's funny. I was thinking about that while I was watching that this today. That there are a million scenes and and especially manga that I like that are literally taken from this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I yeah, this has never been translated to English. But one of my favorite comics is called Yajikita in Deep. It's a Shiryagari Kotobuki comic from the late '90s, and the literally a scene where they go down to a frozen lake and they see all the people frozen within it, and basically the character Shadow plays out, but Shadow convinces one of the characters to go under the ice and slowly become a corpse. So I was just looking at it and I was like, oh, this is literally a scene from a, another comic. And <laughs> looking at all these uh, 
like especially all of the Matsumoto stuff like is so deeply influential on like the last like 50 years yeah of i mean anime that... and Esmeralda show up in excel saga what else do you need to know <laughs> oh there you go and now when i when i replay robot wars and harlock shows up i'll be very excited yeah wait that was he... one of yeah does he's he... in super robot wars t but he doesn't yeah. even have a robot. Doesn't matter. There, doesn't there was matter. an era where they were really obsessed with putting in like warships. Like they were, yeah. they put in Harlock, and then they put in, or no, they put in um the Yamato twenty one ninety nine reboot anime, and then they put in uh, Harlock, and then they were like, oh fuck, what else? Uh, Nadia's Secret of the Blue Water. <laughs> what, yeah. what is she in a boat? <laughs> <laughs> A yeah, they, they, they get a they get a spaceship in like their episode thirty six of thirty nine of that. God, it's really okay. funny. Cool. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that was one of uh, uh, Makio Inoue's final times ever portraying Harlog. I think it might have been the final one because he was super old by then, and you can tell he sounds rough. <laughs> well, it was an important thing he did. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that was that was cool. They they take it from um, the Arcadia of my youth, uh, Endless Orbit SSX sequel series, and one of the things I was wondering is like, oh, how are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to adapt this setting? Because like, I, it would it would be rough because you know the Illumidus have taken over Earth and they just write out the Illumidus entirely. <laughs> they just don't exist. They're like, okay. here's Harlock and here's one of the rival guys from that show. <laughs> the end. It's also yeah, it's funny they should say that. It, it's funny that that. In in Galaxy Express, there's no Illumidus, there's no like conquering force, but Earth is already a shithole. It's just a, it's just like capitalistic shithole. Yeah, it's like yeah. a capitalistic yeah, I mean, I, I shithole. I don't think I don't think you can really have a great Harlock movie unless Harlock is like the extremely better alternative to a normal yeah. life. <laughs> it's um, just, it's just I, funny that like the imagine. main character's mom in this is basically hunted by the aristocracy and killed, and that's just like a given. They're like, yeah, they hunt people. They're, yeah. they're people hunting right now. We must have. I can't wait to, Count to go Mecca's. to Count Mecca's Time Castle, a series <laughs> of words that owns extremely hard. I love, really they, I love when they I love they find the Time Castle and you get the little little banner that says like the the placard that says Time Castle, and it's just a <laughs> castle covered in clocks. Like I could have. <laughs> I guess that this was the time castle, probably. God. Yeah, that design of that character is also hilarious because he's just like a dick aristocrat with like a cockpit dial for a face. <laughs> also, one of my favorite lines in the movie, unironically, is when they get to the um when they get to the the machine planet and they're they're like the machines are complimenting Tetsuro initially and they're like, wow, like you have such strong spirit and like your your will to to fight is so strong. Unfortunately, you killed our hero Count Mecha, which is a crime we cannot forgive. Uh, That's just like gonna... a fantastic line. My favorite line was uh, uh, Tetsuro. Whatever you do, you have to shoot Count Mecha in the head. <laughs> also, the classic like. Be sure to kill Count Mecca instantly. Even if you like begs for mercy, don't listen to him. He's tricking you, and he does it. And Tetsuro's immediately tricked. He's like, "Well, you're right. It's not fair. I'll uh, I'll show mercy." <laughs> instantly yeah. shoots uh, the the pirate king or whatever, thief king. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That is. And he has a he has a body riddled with bullets that haven't exploded yet. <laughs> Unexploded ordnance. Yeah, unexploded ordnance is great. So cool. <laughs> 
Uh, also, while uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to double check this while we were talking about like the things Masamoto expired. Yeah, there's a, there's an interview where he's basically like, yeah, they didn't really have like um, this kind of symphonic orchestra stuff in sci-fi before me. So I'm pretty sure Star Wars is uh, like my American fans making stuff. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Masamoto, Star Wars imitated Yamato in other way. It proves that we have American fans. Uh, you know, the, nobody had these symphonic move, music in Star Wars. For example, and as well, for example, the round meters that appear in Star Wars were named lazy meters. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, John Williams is getting his ass kicked. This score is amazing. Oh, it rules. It's really good. Um, it's like it's it's I, I, I'm still amazed. Um, I this last weekend, um, I went to Chicago with Kristen, my wife, to go see the um, the near automata orchestral show. Uh, mm-hmm. It was good. It was really good. Um, this. Yeah, there were parts I didn't like. The, the story was kind of mid, but like it was. Oh wait, was there was there people acting it out? It was. Uh, well, they had the voice actors for Nine S and Two B doing like a very very loose story um, that did not oh. need to be there. Was the thing? Yeah, um, that's funny. I wouldn't expect that. But hit. the music was was phenomenal, and it was interesting talking to Kristen because like she had no idea what to expect. She doesn't she doesn't game at all, and like she was like, she was like wow, that music was incredible. It was so good. Um, and it's just like it's it's funny how periodically you'll you won't realize like how much it will still surprise people that like you know video games, cartoons, whatever, anime have like pretty solid like orchestral work now. Um, and I think you know it's probably not that big of a stretch to say that um, Matsumoto and uh, and friends um, were a part of that like that boom. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking that when we watched uh, Arcadia of My Youth, that the pacing of it, I was wondering how much has this pacing come out of uh, 2001? Mm. Because, like, it was, it had those moments of slowness and, like, those slow pans and stuff. But who knows? Maybe that was just in the air based on the time. Good, man. Yeah, I mean, that's a very kind of, like, that era slowness. Uh, well, because like I was watching for a minute the uh, the Star Trek movie, which you were watching for a minute. This, you couldn't you couldn't. I was watching for, the, Star, for, the Star Trek movie. No, I don't remember what it was. There was some kind of YouTube or something about the cinematography in it, but then there was a nerd talking over it, so I didn't want to watch it. So I was just scrubbed through to see the shots, and it's weird to see a Star Trek movie based on like the really corny funny 1960s star trek but it's very long and ponderous and the shots are really like you know like 2001 mm-hmm. so i guess that influence was just in the air you know what i mean yeah sure. gmp has its diehards for sure yeah Oh yeah, let's get that dead air going. Yeah, yes. I, I, I can. I, I, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> the only reason I have Andrew on is to to berate me when things go. Uh, wrong. Mar- like, let's get let's get Marshall like. Um, what, uh, so like, what, what did we think of Maytel? I I like Maytel. I find I, I found Maytel's two things about Maytel were very strange to me. The first was that Maytel. Um, suddenly is um his mom and that's revealed very quickly i'm sure that is something i that... wait wait 
Is that? But it, she's not really. Well, she I says mean, that she's end, based she goes, on. Yeah, she says she, I. I based on your body, mom's body. Like I. Yeah, younger version of your mom. Because of course, like Count uh, Mecca has already mounted the body, which I will have to. <laughs> I have to say, the most terrifying image to like at any point in your life to go in and see like your see mom person wall. Like yeah. that would suck. The, that would be bad. The facial animation is you just Tetsuro's just soul breaks in real yeah. time upon seeing that. Like I can't I can't even blame him. It's like it's like the worst thing in the world. Um but well, like, Maytel's a really weird character though because she's somewhat <laughs> <laughs> she's somewhat like not involved in a weird way like every yeah. time they go somewhere she's always like I'm gonna go do some stuff don't do anything crazy and then, like he just gets into some shit she must know and that must be her point well but she knows just... everyone from from any like Harlock thing like she just yeah. she's just like oh yeah my friend uh, Esmeraldas and like oh that's Harlock we like oh hi Maytel <laughs> Um, he just sort of gently encourages him along, much like a mother would. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, why I was saying it felt like a full on the lips, like a mother would. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other and thing that, that uh, did not uh, confuse me a little bit. Where like, that oh, shit is that weirder, a- weirder in the comics. It's just kind yep. of like it's like I'm gonna peep at this naked lady who looks like my mom, and you're like, dude, well, come on, what what what's going on with don't, you? Don't do this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's why I was saying it almost had that weird thing, like it, like some kind of like spiritual psychopop, because like her her reasoning is really all over the place of what she even wants to do. You know? Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. she see. Well, she saw Tetsuro as like another martyr, right? Like that was part of it. Um, yeah, and then like became sort of like interested in him as a person. I think the other the other like the other thing about it is like, you know, the part of um, like part of what is is kind of interesting about all these movies is the way that they and by all these movies I mean this and and Arcadia My Youth is how like they're very very fixated on this idea of like okay well. Um, life is meaningless without death. Like the, the idea of like youth is, is only, you know, legible via loss. Um, And, and yeah, like that, that totally comes up, but in a way like this, this moment where, where she kisses him and says like there, now I'm just like a lost memory of your youth is like a way that, that, that thematic just kind of like, they're like, yeah, that's in there, but like maybe this didn't really make sense the way you wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah, like maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe like making this a love story at this point is not wise. She's yeah, such I, a I, land of contrasts. Like she's <laughs> aloof, but then she's very serious at times. But she she wants to do this, but then does that. I she's in, she's compelling. I'll give her that. Oh, I'm I like yeah, I like sure where she it, is. She's compelling, but also yeah, I feel like yeah, it's it's it's. There's there's a vagueness that I'm not saying it's like bad writing or anything. It's very purposeful, but it's it's very funny that I don't feel like you know her motivation is laid out, but it still is very strange. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, uh, also what's fun is if you want to have a little bit of fun, I, you know, you I think say I think in the white women the whole time. are allowed to be <laughs> mysterious, Deegan, and she, as one what's of the up? first white women in anime. You know, she she's a real trailblazer. <laughs> Without her, there is no white woman spotted meme. 
is there is there is there actual discourse about that? Or are you just joking? Uh, I'm, I'm completely talking out of my ass here. What else okay, good because I wouldn't be surprised if some like 22 year old <laughs> made a mega thread about how like please, first white please, woman in anime. This, this person would be 37. <laughs> okay, this this 38 year old would be yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we love please, making fun of teenagers don't. here, but the people our age range are the much fucking creepier people. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought she was cool. I, I, I kind of agree with with Deegan's point that it feels like I think Psychopomp's like a wonderful way of putting it, where like it is this. It's just like she. She's a confounding character in a very purposeful way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and she also, does, she straight up, uh, again, She does someone... freak his dream. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. But I was like, yeah, she does freak his dream at one point. <laughs> and also, she just also straight up knows everybody at every point, including yeah. even, like, you know, the sad woman who contemplates her beautiful body on ice. You know, yeah, like, like, oh, Phantom yeah. puts me in that state of mind. Like, you know her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, well, I, I do know apparently know, uh, in the TV Shadow. show their confrontation includes Maytel breaking out a whip. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's fun. Maytel <laughs> should have a whip more. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they outline it super hard, but the uh, yeah the pendant is fully Maytel's dad who was killed by Maytel's mom maybe like hundreds of years ago. I, I considerably, do like, like considerably long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like that idiot. <laughs> like, man, that's brutal. Kill this guy, and now you're just like, oh god, you brought your stupid father. Here. <laughs> and he said necklace. Um Yeah, no, I like honestly, like the the dream the dream reader is really neat. Like I, I liked that um there's that scene where Tetsuro is like, I wonder what secrets Maytel has. And he's like, Yeah. Maybe what I could do is I can look at her dream. And he's like, ah, maybe that's maybe that's shitty of me. And he breaks the dream thing. And Maytel, that's an like, awesome scene. Yeah, yeah. Maytel opens one eye and smiles at it. Like she's like testing him. Yes, um, that's why I was saying it feels like this weird, like spiritual journey. It's not even like a literal character or a literal relationship between them. Are we willing yeah. to say that this is finally uh Dante's Inferno, but good? Um, <laughs> I mean, Mizuki Shigeru, the guy who did Kitaro, has multiple Journeys Through Hell comics that are as good as Dante's Inferno. See, I was going to say this was more of a last year uh, Marine Bad, um, you know, situation. <laughs> but, uh, I guess I'm just more interesting than you are, Trevor. You're a lot more interesting than me. Um, almost everyone is. Uh, yeah, no, I think like. A lot of things can be more interesting than Dante too, unless you're really like certain <laughs> oh, about nice. what what's going to be like. I mean, like I, I was going to say, I heard there was a there was a sick video game. That, uh, yeah, based on <laughs> based on the uh, based on the uh, the video game. Uh, no, I like also unless you're really concerned about like which former popes are in hell um, and like you are, <laughs> I you are just I assume, the, I assume most of them, right? Yeah, I was going to say you are taking the popular position of all of them. Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna make me defend Dante's Inferno. I like Dante's here. Inferno. Fine. I'm just there's used. good stuff I'm, in it, and also the Gustave Doré uh, etchings for it are some of the most beautiful art in the world. I'm teasing. I've I've read I've read all of Dante's Inferno many times. I I, I do genuinely like it quite a bit. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just saying the fact that every every place they go has that kind of like 
it has kind of like looking at the at the people in torture when you go to a new planet and you're just like, yeah, here's this beautiful place, but uh, hmm. <laughs> you know, like, this is the third circle of hell. They don't have laws here. <laughs> yeah. And then too, you get that nice little uh, like going back to the, the the train and just like sitting and wondering like, wow, what the fuck just happened? What what, what did we <laughs> <Yeah>. just do? <laughs> I like how they introduced the. Um, the, the the sort of Chekhov's gun of, hey, you better make it back to the train on time or else we'll leave without you. And they're like, oh, my God, you really would do that? And like, yeah, man, this train runs very strictly. And it's <laughs> Japan. If we're going to be like one <laughs> second late, we have to issue like 17 different apologies. But it, it yeah, never no, comes I, to I like pass. When, like they're never late. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I like when Claire's yeah. like, oh, we can skip Trader Junction, right? Just this one time. And as he's like fucking finishing up his ice cream, comes like. Nah, they'll have my ass. Can't. Sorry. <laughs> Are you high? Like, we would skip Trader yeah. Junction. God. Just to save yeah, your I weird also, boyfriend. I also love the way that the art in the Trader Junction place looks, that it's like the Wild West happening inside craters yeah. at, yeah, like, like, a shitty train depot. <laughs> like, and as the, yeah. as the camera, like, pans down, it becomes this, like, very knotted, lands, like, unreal yeah. landscape. Yeah. Oh. This, very this very so cool. similar actually to be honest to the to the place where or to the earth on which we see um uh, Tenshiro and Harlock in uh, Arcadia of My Youth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, it absolutely is. Did, did we enjoy the brief cameos of the full Arcadia crew that don't even have any speaking lines but are still there because every time I see Kayuki, I feel uh, like deep happiness. So <laughs> I needed I needed to see even more of La Mima, um, but it's OK. I got to <laughs> you, see her. You got the I good got to see Mime. Blue, yeah, 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 blue Mime. Um, it was very exciting. I was, I was also so the, happy. the bird is kind of in a bad way because he's with Tochiro and he's all fucked up as well. Oh, yeah. Also, he's got the little like his, got his, a his beak on. is bruised or whatever yeah. yeah also on uh on trader junction we get that cat that is the same kind of like gnarled looking thing as the bird but the, <laughs> yeah. you know the cat i love that the cat right shows up and like just in case just in case you missed the cat it comes and like sneaks back in it goes <laughs> oh, by the way oh yeah <laughs> and then once again you get the leiji matsumoto himself cameo in the bar oh, mm-hmm. yep <laughs> spot the leiji I, I think i missed it He's like he's sitting at a like, table with a lady. Yeah, he's like two ladies. Two ladies. Oh, excuse oh, me. Shit. I saw him. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw him in the last know, again, movie he, running through a hallway. Yeah, he doesn't I, have a voice line in this, but he no. is. He is there. Yeah, he's with you know the inspired young thug. Uh, break out single. Man, yeah. I wish That's there true. was more of these movies to watch. And not like the TV show. I'm just saying, like this level of production and length. It's kind of like the perfect length. Well, it, it like there's a there's a, a fun element to it where like you get and I've said this before on, on other uh, episodes where we've we've talked about like, you know, standalone films like it's it's great to get a standalone film like this where it is. It does take place in a, in a universe that's a larger universe, but you essentially just like you only have time to kind of enjoy this part of it and understand this part of it and like. It is, it is it is all you get and that's all you're going to get and it is fast it is more fascinating because of that. Yeah. That was something they were very concerned with in pre-production was they wanted to tell a complete story. 
They wanted yeah. to, that to be like an enticing element to bring people in to watch the film. Like, mm. no, you don't need to know the comics. You don't need to know anime. Here's a full story. Enjoy it. It works. It, I think they were successful. And it, it still has the sort of weird melancholy feeling of the comic and everything. Does, which does I that... think is just kind of like Matsumoto's signature storytelling style, but... Does uh okay the Adu does have a discotheque Blu-ray maybe maybe yes. our friend our yeah, friend Michael should uh should give that to us. Um, Michael, if you're listening, uh, we'd love <laughs> to get the. You can email it to the place you did the uh, last yeah. one. I've I've only seen that once and it was a, a long time ago. But there is more Harlock. You know, there's Harlock in like a in like a field, like telling Tetsuro like he's the ultimate warrior. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's so that's true though. Cool. He's right. <laughs> Yeah, and I know. Yeah, I only saw this film the first time like a year ago, and I fell deeply, deeply in love with it. Yeah, Yeah, I was I was surprised how many like I I mentioned we were watching um, Arcadia, my youth, and it got like a decent response. And then when I posted something about this today, like two or three people were like, "Holy shit, yes, let's go!" (laughs) Yeah, this is this is much more (laughs) beloved. That's that's a surprise. I retweeted that tweet you had about like uh, everyone's got that one homie who goes into Count Mecca's uh, <laughs> castle on a, unabated yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Tool himself retweeted that. Oh one. really? I didn't see that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> okay, now, I'm, I'm gonna. Now I'm, we're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. Who, who's Mike Tool? <laughs> He, he's a guy who does video production stuff at discotech. He has like uh, he did like anime columns for years and years. Oh. He's a really knowledgeable, cool guy. He does a lot of audio commentary, that sort of thing. Does he follow cool. you? He does. Oh, there you go. Hey, it Mike. was so weird. I had read his article for years, and then like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Mike Tool followed you. Like, what? No, that's not I, right. I, I do. I do like that you keep saying Michael Tool's name in in the Michael Tool voice, Emily. He's, <laughs> he's a very distinct Disco trailer voice. <laughs> it's like Let when me tell the you uh, all about the Project Echo music. Yeah, this is your version of when the guy from Dead Milkman followed me. Wow, Rodney Anonymous, <laughs> you're <saying> himself. <laughs> this is, is he on Twitter? That sounds used to be. I yeah, I don't know it. if he still is. It was back, back, back when a little bit. But uh, yeah, he he was. He followed me. He would he would interact. You could. He was kind of like he kind of had. Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, keep going. He, no, no, no one wants he, to hear about Rodney. Anonymous. I saw I saw them live once, and he had such. A Philadelphia accent. It was amazing. Yeah, it, no, they're they're amazing live. Uh, it it doesn't show up in the singing so much, but uh, in all of the crowd work. Yeah, it's if very you Philly. if you want to hear a good Philly accent, if you've ever wondered what that sounds like, um, one way to hear it is to listen to the speaking parts in uh, the song "Bitch and Camaro," oh, yeah. uh, which, <laughs> which is the whole last like seventy five percent of that song. If you want to learn the joys of milk and water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized I actually do say water uh, when I talk about water ice because someone was like, "Can you explain water ice to me?" And I was like, "Oh, water ice? Well, it's like, I don't. I, I never say it except with that. Um, the one time my my roots came out." Uh, speaking of funny voices, uh, this actually had a a second. Uh, well, I guess a first dub before the uh, the one that's on the Blu-ray. Oh, I'm very excited to hear about this. There, there is a there is a cut down version um, that they did where it's like very uh, vintage of the era by by New World Pictures. Uh, 
the guy they have doing Captain Harlock is is doing a really bad John Wayne. It oh Christ! <laughs> yes, bartender. That's awesome. Uh, do you want to know what uh, Tetsuro was renamed to? What Timothy? Joey Hanakana Bobanakana Hananda Smith. What? What? No. Why? Uh, Emily, stop messing. <laughs> No, it rocks. It's so good. Joey Jojo, no. Wait, so is it is it one of those ones where it's just like they cut it down and changed the plot entirely? Like that era of... Uh... Well, it was executive produced by Roger Corman, if that tells you anything. <laughs> what? Cool. <laughs> That's... Uh, okay, well, that gives me a little more faith in it, I guess. All right. No. It's it's an interesting uh, relic. You, you can find it floating around. It, it still exists. Uh but it, it sounds like shit because I don't think they've ever professionally re-released that version. But yeah. uh, it's it's an interesting oddity for sure. Yeah. Weird. Wow. Roger Corman. That's crazy. That's very strange. <laughs> I guess, you know, if you had to do one, if Corman had to do one movie, <laughs> glad he did this I one. I think uh, Roger Corman should have been like a, like early 90s OVA director. Think of the crazy <laughs> shit he would have done. Imagine him with like a... Uh, Oh, who's the Studio C guy? Ikejiri. Uh, if the two of them teamed up, it'd be pretty good. I believe, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it has Ro that kind of schlocky, Ro yeah. like. Roger Corman presents Geno Cyber. I see, yes. it. I see it. Imagine if Roger Corman uh, had done rules. the Giver. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Giver. <laughs> They're putting out that 4K of the live action film. Yeah. Oh, they're they're really? including the R rated cut. <laughs> what is their Guyver nudity in that one? What's the probably because of violence, I would assume. I know, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, are you really wondering <laughs> why? Has anyone else seen the original like live action Guyver movie? Like, not the one with David Hayter, but the first one. No, no. I, yeah, yeah. I, I it, remember it, like friends of mine would have it, but they'd like. When I was a kid, it was in Blockbuster it. Video, and I remember renting it. But sadly, it was so bad, I don't really have a memory of it other than being like, why, why would they make this? <laughs> I watched it as an adult who is poisoned by cool tokusatsu stuff and uh boy it is like a pretty offensively bad like yeah it, it, i mean it's not even if i remember correctly it's not even like entertainingly bad it's just kind of like eh. no it i mean i like that mark hamill has a really like grungy uh shitty 70s guy detective mustache in it that's funny <laughs> oh, he turns into mark a bio hamill. monster at the yeah. end that's cool but the rest of it sucks so bad uh, god Wow, I haven't Guyver. thought about that in a very long time. Guyver 2 Dark Hero, though, starring David Hayter, Solid Snake himself. Pretty good movie, actually. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I just I just got uh, the Metal Gear Solid collection for my girlfriend, and we are going to play through all of it, because she only ever played two, and nice, I'm excited nice. for her, her to hear all the dialogue you mean in the first one. She's only one. played the best one? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a soft spot for the first one. Uh, don't get me wrong, two is the best oh, one. Oh, the first one's great. Uh, yeah. It's, just, it's important know. to just, like remind your girlfriend, look, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> Understand. No, no, you're, that you're is never, not Metal Gear. You're never, yeah, just like at the end when, when Raiden's talking to Solidus, you have to look at her and say, you're never going to get this back. Like, <laughs> when you're older, it's going to be difficult to look at this moment. <laughs> 
Sometimes even your most heartbreaking memories will become precious to you. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact that's the exact line to drop on it. But girlfriends yeah, love no, when I, you I tell got, them that their heart their worst memories will become precious to them. So not I even ordered, a single poster in your room. Nothing. I ordered it off of Amazon, and the seller that I ordered it from was called Gamer Girls with a Z. Hell oh, yeah. let's go! And I was like. I was like, I got the package and I sent a picture of it. And I was like, I was like, you got some competition. I'm getting mail from gamer girls. And then my girlfriend got really like, like kind of like conspiratorial. She's like, what are the odds that those aren't even really gamer girls? But they, but they <laughs> called their <laughs> online store that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like gamers are so fucking shitty that like, if you call yourself a girl in any respect, they'll get mad at you. Like, no, <laughs> I think there's, I think there's a decent chance that they are not actually gamer girls. Uh, but in fact, I'm, just, I, just I want to believe branded themselves. We'll, we'll, as gamer we'll, girls. we'll check in next week on this. Yeah. We'll check in. <laughs> Gamer girls, if you're listening, I believe in you. I don't. Like, prove, uh, prove me wrong, a gamer to girls. The underscore D. Oh, <laughs> but please be respectful. He is a. Uh, he's he's no longer a single man. Gamer girls. Um. <laughs> oh no. So is there anything swamped by gamer gamer girls? I'm trying to think of anything else that like I I don't think we've touched on because I think we've 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 touched on. I mean, there's there's no way you could touch on everything. I don't know. I feel bad on these last two podcasts because I just fucking love these movies and I just feel like I get on them and I'm like, yo, this shit is awesome. And then I don't feel like I have anything. You can't you can't do the the Buddhism uh, like history lesson corner. It's fucked up. I'm like, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't even feel like I have anything like, uh, you know, like uh, to elucidate. I'm just like, you should watch this. It's beautiful. Allow (laughs) allow me to direct you to uh, the entire Kaiji uh, series where I just kept saying Kaiji is so cool. I love Kaiji. I think Kaiji is neat. <laughs> Trevor doing his fucking gotcha pulls. Like, man, Kaiji's a real relatable character. Let me tell you. <laughs> Kaiji. I do. I do have one more thing. A- the, Andrew, the Andrew songs knows on this. that that's able to be oh. said because uh, gotcha pulls are something we both have uh, bad histories with. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, Emily. Let's ignore my own problems. What What have you got? <laughs> yeah, what was your? Hey. <laughs> so the vocal songs in this, uh, very catchy. I I think we've we've mentioned them a couple times. Um, they were done by this band called Godaigo, and um, as you'll notice, some of them are are in English. Uh, they also did uh, some the music, the soundtrack to the movie House. By, uh, by oh, shit, really? oh wow! They're the guys who tell you that cherries are made for eating. Huh. Wow, that's cool. Uh, and that they, same vocalist they... also did two really good insert songs for Loop on the Third Part Two that I quite enjoy: "Lucky Loving You" and "Superhero." Good stuff. Huh. Uh, they also performed the song "Monkey Magic" for the uh, Sayuki song, which be- got brought yes. to the UK and was like a big hit in the UK. I know that because one of the Lucky Star endings, Kanata's singing the song, and then it's like, what the fuck is this? And then that's how it, that was my first introduction to weird UK dubs. Um, oh, I saw a really horrible Rama UK dub on the internet the other day. Someone put up a clip from it. It's pretty rough. <laughs> You know, that, the the Ranma uh, regular uh, anime dub is the same uh, as as this dub, uh, Ocean Group Pictures. There's a lot of voice actor crossover oh, in there. Oh. I mean, that's a classic dub. That's one. 
That's one I definitely grew up with. I watched like my friends would always have Ranma. Like, I wish it was better, was... but I do like some of the casting. This show is insane, dude. The guy turns into a girl if he falls in water. You're kidding. The, the issue with the Ranma dub is you're competing against Megumi Hayashibara in the title. Yeah. So it's like, well, sorry. <laughs> Does Nihau My Concubine have a dub? Emily, yes. do, you, do you know? Oh, I, do, do they, is, it, is it still called that? <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's that's the title the uh, American version invented. I'm pretty sure it's called oh. something completely different. Oh, yeah, that's right, oh, like, I have no idea what it's called yeah. in Japanese. Oh. It, it's, I, think, I think it's like a Dragon Ball movie situation where, you know, all the Dragon Ball movies in English are like ultra badass, super cool fight. And then in Japanese, it's like Goku's strongest foe. Will the Earth survive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, God. But, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry, Dean, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, speaking of uh, uh, Tazaki, do, do you guys want to do Space Cobra next? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's there's a 30, yeah, 30, 30, 31 episode show and then a movie. I think we should probably do the show first because the show's got a lot of jokes and the movie doesn't. All right. Well, no, man. The movie was made cool. first, though. Yeah. It's been yeah. a while since we've done a show. And that ass. Uh, those are always fun. I think, yeah, I, maybe not for a while, but uh, we should do Boogie Pop Phantom. <laughs> yes. When I get when I get when I get back from Japan, maybe because uh, yeah. So okay. oh, yeah. Let's let's uh, when, let the vis, uh, you know production notes. That's what I'm. When, I, when I get back from Japan as well, I think yeah, I'm getting back. Yeah, from... you yeah you head out in like the middle of March. I leave the end of March, and I'm probably no. Don't get I, back I, and... I leave in the beginning of March. Oh shit. Okay. And we'll then, figure this out. Yeah. But anyway, maybe I'm, we should just do the movie for brevity's sake. We just yeah, I'm, just I'm, just down. Down. <laughs> I'm done with doing the Space Cobra movie. It it did beautiful looking as far as Dezaki and whatnot. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. Let's do the movie, and then while you're gone, uh, Emily and I can make Trevor watch porno, and then uh, Emily can make Trevor watch more Tenchi Muyo when both of us are gone. Uh-oh. No, no more Tenchi. We're, we have no we have no need for Tenchi anymore. <laughs> oh, Wait a minute, no, 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 you haven't covered. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's so much tension we haven't I mean, covered, but I, I don't think I think we've said enough, probably. Yeah, at least for the for the podcast. I want I want Trevor to watch Tension Universe because that's the good one. But we don't have to talk about that one on the podcast. It's oh, so about, funny. About, we might have talked about this last time, but the only tension I ever watched was always in snippets on like the sci fi channel or something. And yeah. it would be like the movie, the TV show. It would just be like everything. And I didn't know that it was like 15 different shows. Mm. So I was like Many trying to make such sense cases. of like, who, what? I remember as a kid being ISK. so confused because like, why isn't he using the laser sword? Well, he yeah. doesn't have it in this continuity, don't you know? Like, no, I, I'm 12. I don't know what continuity is. <laughs> oh, those guys, I think made uh like a short ova that i liked years ago called photon oh photon rules oh photon my god Fox. i've almost does, made trevor watch photon a couple of times we should watch photon photon. hold up i haven't seen it i Photon's love so good that photon. show is so good and the villain is the, the best. villain kicks ass he's canonically yeah. got a huge dick <laughs> it's always censored yeah that's a, huh. yeah so I've never really watched Tenchi, but I really like Photon. No, Photon oh, rocks. Photon yeah. Photon's rocks. Um, okay, yeah. So we'll we'll make Trevor watch porno, and then you can make Trevor watch Photon and Amagami. Um, Wait, oh which God. porno are you gonna make Trevor watch? Oh, Probably. there's a lot out there. I mean, yeah, there's tons of porno. 
Are we finally going to do the Golden Boy episode? <laughs> just poured on. Oh, yeah, no, it is just hard, like, fucking pink films. Yeah, that's what we're doing. It's like, man, I don't know what we're going to say about this. <laughs> all these attractive people having sex. They're like, well, okay, let's do a plot rundown. <laughs> I mean, I did admit in one of the Tenchi Muyo episodes to having watched some of the, like, Tenchi Muyo universe adjacent hentai OVAs before. Hell oh, yeah. I've seen one of them. It's like a kid on a ship that's invincible. Spaceship Akaruder. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Yeah. He fucks a werewolf lady. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> and his mom. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's uh that's kind of Galaxy Express adjacent then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's not gonna get any better than that, folks. So that's Galaxy Express 3.9. Now that was Galaxy Express 9.9. <laughs> Uh, the Galaxy we Express. took you on a journey, yeah. a never-ending journey, yeah. <laughs> journey to the stars. Um, you can find uh, I'll I'll do my pitch first because it's least important. But you can find my stuff on the same uh, feed you're looking at right now, and then I also have a new podcast called Q for You, uh, which is at Q for You uh, dot com. Um, I think we're by this by the time this comes out, our third episode might be out. Definitely, oh, our nice. Second, I so. gotta listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fun. Um, Deegan, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Uh, I got a show on the 15th in Tokyo, Japan at Such As Gallery. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm looking for a literary agent, if you happen to be one listening. <laughs> and, oh. uh, that's all. Okay, Emily, where where's your stuff? Uh, you can find me... Uh, doing this kind of nonsense on Twitter at Space Queen Emily. Uh, you can find me podcasting, uh, guesting on such shows as Giant Robot FM uh, and uh, Bomb Squad Productions. I recently joined them for uh, Godzilla Minus One discussion, and uh, we're talking about doing some other stuff soon. I also want to plug their great episode on Galaxy Express 3.9, which they did with another buddy of mine, uh, Coop at Writer Strike. Really good episode. Highly recommend listening to that as a companion piece to this if you're curious. Fantastic. And uh, let's see, Andrew, uh, uh, nothing I'm to plug, be, but... No, I'm going to be like working New York Fashion Week, and I like the less people I have to uh, like talk to about that, the better. It's a fucking... All right, war. all right. What um, Nick should people watch highlights of this week? Uh, White Dante. You, I mean, you apparently need to White Dante education. I mean, I, I thought he just had a flash in the pan of year last year. I'm glad to no, hear he, he's the only up. player who like takes more threes like per minute is Steph Curry this season. It's awesome. Like over seventy wow. percent of his shots are threes. It's Does great. he make a lot of them? Oh yeah, yeah. Like like about forty percent. Um, wow. Okay. So, um, but so yeah, plugging White Dante. He did also yeah. Like Thibs is going to ruin that man's life. Um, but, oh, he's, uh, yeah, so, but, he's He's done it before. Oh yeah, no. OG Ananobe has like been day to day, but because of the schedule, I earnestly believe that the medical staff is just like, don't fucking play him tonight, please, Jesus Christ. But anyway, <laughs> Can so you keep the Dante, one guy, the, yeah. the New York Knicks, and uh, Kayuki, uh, the uh, comp. <laughs> she's uh, you know, working the radar on the Arcadia. Um, Fantastic. I can. I bet. I. I was gonna say. I bet I could find you some TikTok fan cams from her, but I. I doubt that. Uh, <laughs> I can find a. Can I find a K Yuki AMV? Hopefully. You probably can. There's pro. There's fan cams of like everything, man. Do you have a fan cam, uh, Deacon? 
I no man. Oh, that's gonna be my plug. Make a fan cam of me. <laughs> that's not a I feel like you're. I feel like you're. Yeah, your opening should have. Um, uh, like yeah. Your... Let me get a fan cam. <laughs> Let me get a, a Wikipedia page, which I don't have. <laughs> these are, these are all the things that I I want to have as a man. We have to find for the fan find... cam. You gotta auto tune. Okay, I quit Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I found multiple uh, uh, Kyuki AMVs. One of them is from that weird um, CG Harlock, though. Not not a fan of that. Not a fan. Well, of that. is it is it set to Lincoln Park? Uh, let's see what this is set to. Well, you know what? It starts with one. <laughs> nah. Oh wow! This is a. I don't. I don't. This is a French yeah. song. No, thank you. <laughs> wow, that's disappointing. Uh, it was like a weird froggy voice though. For a second, was that you? It was I, a strange I, noise. Well, I, I think it's just what we heard of me. the song. Oh, okay. It was. It was. Uh, like it was French, all right? We got Captain Albator, as they call Harlock over there. Was, He's really uh, big. It was right? Crazy Frog. Um, with his dick out. <laughs> We love it. We love it. Um, all right, everyone. Well, uh, we will talk to you again next week when we cover Space Cobra. Uh, be good, Very be ambitious of you to say next week, but hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. yeah. These will be coming it's, out it's weekly, weekly. Uh, so that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm just talking about our, our history oh, our, getting like consistently recording podcasts. Now, listen, I, no. I am I am I am forever optimistic, which is why um, I'm a terrible business owner. Um Business owner is very loose. Uh, yeah, you're like a like a like yeah, you're like a bar- bourgeois. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a small business tyrant. Uh, but instead yeah. of instead of like um, tchotchkes, I'm selling you uh, clips of myself talking. Uh, well, once we get you that mechanical body, <laughs> it's, it's coming. I can't wait to live forever. Uh, well, thanks everyone. Hope to see you. Hope to see you all again next week or uh, soon. And uh, yeah, talk to y'all soon. Farewell, days of our youth. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreoncom cartridge or for a one-time donation, PayPal.me/slash. Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.